The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Our phone number 4960063. Text in, you can call in. This is a free for all on a Friday. So whatever you want to talk about, what's on your mind, what's got you buzzed or ticked off or curious or enthused about, uh, we have lots of time to have those conversations with you. You know what? Uh, for example, there was a text from much earlier in the afternoon. I'm not sure even John is, is still listening, but he just sent in, and, and we hadn't even been talking about COVID at that particular point, but he said, if I hear the word variant one more time, I'm going to smash something he did go lol afterwards so i guess that means you know we should be okay uh so and you know what we'll bring in uh producer chris and uh, our technical producer angie if they want to jump in here because we were talking about conversations before the break so there was another really good suggestion from someone who texted in saying uh enjoying the program well thank you very much glad to hear it a suggestion drawing another person into the conversation not only gives you a chance to slip out but it can help a shy person to join in which is kind of a, a cool thought eh, chris very true yeah face to face that's absolutely something that we're able to do and instead of you know a zoom meeting or a facetime as we did this morning planning out the show i wouldn't be able to pass you off to say brendan escott or yeah. something saying daryl we have a plan and this is what we're going to be talking about at two o'clock three o'clock yeah. and uh well i guess i have to go now so uh brendan is stepping in here with technology that's not the way that we can work here but uh, someone passes you in the in the company kitchen or something oh hey you know david that sort of thing no the old you pass off, in, yeah. one of the oldest tricks in the book <laughs> <laughs> You've been thinking about this far too much, I suspect. Uh, Angie, uh, you were talking to me during the uh, the break that you know, one thing that drives you nuts in conversations because it makes you a little uncomfortable is that old eye contact thing that kind of overwhelms you. I do. I have really big eyes. Like, my glasses magnify my eyes. So everybody's like, oh, you have such beautiful eyes. But it literally freaks me out. Like, I swear, like, they always kept saying, like, you stare into somebody's soul when you stare into their eyes. And I'm like, you don't need to see this. Like, I don't need to see yours. You don't need to see mine. We're good with where we are <laughs> you know it's funny because when i started that that conversation with adam about this whole yeah. thing it was just like you know this is supposed something we're supposed to do that's supposed to be innate and easy to do and and yet there seems to be so many little elements to it it's it's a lot more complicated than i ever thought so angie what do you what would you prefer to have happen then in the social constructs of having conversation like if you had it 100 percent your way what would happen i think that's just that's what it is like it's it's i guess it's how you're brought up so I was always brought up that you have to look somebody in the eye. It's just polite. It's it's showing confidence. Sure. It's whatever else. For personally, I'm good with it to start to say, hey, okay. And at the end, maybe cool enough, like the nod, like we're good type thing. But other than that, like, I'm pretty simple. Like, <laughs> we're good. Like The nod. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, we're done. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I've received all of the information I came here for and uh, be seeing you. Sort of thing. Yeah, I'm like quick and simple to the point that's it we're good like you're good i'm good cool we're ready to go it's just a matter of doing it not feeling rude right, right? That's, that's the hard part uh, jill texted in saying i think with the advent of social media and uh you know uh, in bra in uh, quotation marks social uh, the art of conversation's gone the way of the dinosaur and this covid thing's only served to make it worse I feel sad for the younger generations that are times reluctant to have a simple telephone conversation Maybe we need to bring back the rotary phones. Yeah, yeah. You, no, the people's smartphones are now surgically attached.
attached to their bodies. You're not allowed to do that. I guess so, yeah. And one of the things with the pandemic that I found is that I am having more conversations just for the sake of talking to my friends. It used to be that on the phone or Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, whatever your whatever your poison is there, yeah. there was always a purpose. There was an always a beginning point and an end point, and I will see you and we'll talk about all of our issues or all of our topics of conversation, whether that's sports, work, whatever it is, we'll talk yeah. to each other there, but it's establishing the parameters of when we're going to talk. Yeah. And for me, having a phone plan that's not inexpensive, I'm actually getting some use out of it now. I'm mm. actually making the FaceTime functions. I didn't yeah. FaceTime up until February of last year when my partner was in Australia. Mm. Like, not a single time. I didn't know how to do that. Well, and now it's become obnoxious because we have a morning uh, meeting when we go over what's going to be in the show, and Chris instantly FaceTimes me. And well, you know, I might be in my robe hanging around in the, in the house at 8.30 oh. in the morning. I don't want to be FaceTiming you. That's why I FaceTime it's you right then. It's no, intrusive. That's why I call you then, because anytime Daryl McIntyre in a robe, I mean, how many of you, Chadville, would sign up for that right now? That, just stop that. Okay. Let's, let's, let's not create that visual for okay. anybody. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> it's harsh. We'll get there. I, I did say it was a free-for-all, so whatever you want to talk about. The, uh, the phone number is 496-0063. Lauren's on the line, and yeah, you want to talk about COVID. You know that there are a lot of people who are tired of talking about COVID, right, Lauren? Hey, Lauren. Not getting the dates when we're supposed to be going for the shot. Oh, I missed, I missed the first part of what you were saying. Can you go uh, start over again? We are getting sick and tired of... Always calling 811 and getting nowhere. For what? The, this is to get your COVID shot? To yes. get your vaccine? Uh, what, so you were born in the 60s, is that correct? Uh, yes, and my wife was also born in year? the 60s. What year were you I born? Was, I was born 66. Okay, well, I see. I'm, I'm much older than you, so I'm going to be four first before you. I'm 63. It's basically they're going to roll out those years when they get supply of vaccine. So they can't tell you if you call 811 and you're born in 66 and they're rolling it out based on your, your, your birth year, uh, they can't tell you just yet when you're going to get it because they have to make sure that they actually have enough supply of vaccine uh, first. So I, I, I get your frustration, but it, it goes back to the, the amount of vaccine that's actually available, right? Okay. And my wife was born in 62, so well, here she it, is. She's got the same concern. She'll, she'll get the off. And you know what? And I'm 63, so I'm also waiting. I thought there, I'd have a shot at the AstraZeneca, but uh, they ran out before we got that opportunity. There is some more coming from the U.S., and there's some more of the Pfizer and more of the Moderna. And so hopefully, hopefully, uh, things will start to pick up. But, I mean, how long have we been saying that? Lauren, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I, I, I sense your frustration. This is his wife. Oh, hello. What's your name? Melanie Lentz. Hi, Melanie. Nice to see you. Or hear from you. Um, what did you want to add? I've had COVID-19 last year. Okay. How'd you, how'd you come through it? Okay? Yeah. I had no reason. I didn't even know I had it. Yeah, well, and it depends. Some people have uh, sort of asymptomatic a little bit, and they don't get really bad results. Some people do. Thank you guys both for calling in. Appreciate your time today. Uh, 496-0063, you want to jump into the conversation, have a little chat. Chris is here as well. So is Angie. We're ready to go, and we'll do more of this. Oh, hang on. There's a way to, here's a way to get out of a conversation. Huh. Uh, just say, I'm sorry, our time is up. <laughs> That's from Dave. Thanks, Dave. The number 4960063. We're having a Friday free for all. We'll talk about whatever you want to. Well, within reason, you know, if you get ridiculous.
We'll probably enter, entertain that even for a few moments, to tell you the truth. Uh, we've been talking about conversations. That was the, the last topic that we had. So somebody else ca- came in and said, uh, if I'm stuck on the phone with a never-ending conversation, I just go ring the doorbell and then say, yeah, someone's here. Crafty. Of course, of course, Chris's FaceTime probably wouldn't, wouldn't work out as well. No, of course right? not. Yeah. Uh, Marfus, uh, good afternoon from beautiful Peace River. He wants to talk about COVID, but he, he doesn't want to talk about COVID. Uh, hmm. I'm just tired of people using COVID as an excuse for everything. Everyone is suffering with the pandemic, so adapt and overcome. Well, an excuse for what? Uh, Social interaction well, for, 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 for burnout? Well, no, but there's some economics or for burnout or for any number of things. I, you know what? And it's just because... Uh, I have a friend of mine who's one of his favorite sayings is, not today, COVID, not today. (laughs) (laughs) It could be, that could apply to almost anything. Absolutely anything. But it makes me laugh almost every single time when I I hear it. Uh, Also, Robert uh, texted in, congratulations, Robert. I just got my shot at the Southside location, got the Pfizer vaccine, and only signed up online last night. Faced the system challenges earlier in the week when he tried to sign up, but that's all cleared up now. So, well done, congratulations. And of course, uh, Dr. Dina Hinshaw had also talked about how uh it 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 doesn't as long as you're eligible that eligibility doesn't end so if your birth year was a week and a half ago you're still eligible in order to go and try and book uh book that vaccine uh let's talk about barry's uh, COVID experience barry is on the line right now hey barry hey how's it going today awesome it's friday it's beautiful outside having a great day great uh yeah i just uh i had a I had a surgery postponed because the hospital wasn't doing surgery. Yeah. And uh, so I ended up going septic and I got really sick. Yikes. And, and it's, it's almost as if like I'm thrown under the bus, you know. I mean, I'm really angry about it and there's no compensation. There's nothing. I mean, I'm at a point where I can't even work anymore because, because if I went septic and I have so much damage to my body now. Yeah, so you're, even right now you're not doing very well, so it's not a recovery thing. It's not like you've, you've gone and recovered from what you went through. No, I, like I, I had a lot of nerve damage, and now I have severe anxiety and depression too, right? Mm. And the sad part is, I mean, financially, I lost my job, and... Is there any financial program that's going to take care of people like us? I mean, there's lots of us that this happened to, right? Yeah. And I'm just wondering where our government's going to stand on this. I mean, they had the authority. To me, it seemed like to play God, right? You know, stop all the surgeries, right? And now there's a lot of people paying for that. Eh? Yeah. All right, yeah. Barry, thank you. Appreciate it. I hope, uh, I hope you recover and things get better for you in, in the near future. Appreciate you calling in, man. Okay, thank you. Okay, cheers. 4960063. We have heard lots of stories, uh, and, you know, that one's pretty serious uh, on Barry's part, but of people who had their surgeries postponed. Uh, I have a friend who was supposed to have hip surgery. That ends up being delayed. So is that life-threatening? No, absolutely not. But is his quality of life thrown out the window for a little while longer? Absolutely. That, uh, some cancer treatments, but heart surgery. There have been a lot of, uh, of sort of residual collateral damage instances all throughout this so uh, uh if you want to call in and talk about anything 4960063 uh chris you wanted to pop in yeah the canadian medical association has released a series of studies and we spoke with dr ann collins uh, president of the canadian medical association not too long ago she's based in Fredericton, new brunswick uh, she was telling jaylen as recently i believe as three weeks ago that they're irate about the the current state of affairs and going over some of the stats nationwide it's not only here in alberta and of course what that caller was talking about is, is absolutely heartbreaking yeah. and she was saying that they're 
are trying to uh, collaborate with partners so that surgeries that are necessary and could be exacerbated by the effects of wait times, those go through. And obviously, in the case of that caller, tragic story, and we wish him a speedy recovery in whatever capacity. But this is something that's going on across the entire country. And so mm. as much as we can write to our MLAs and, and write to the Premier, write to our MPs, this is a problem across the board, and it, it should be fixed soon. There's no playbook for this sort of thing, and I'm not coming to the to the defense of any hospital administrators here, but I'd like to think that if we're playing God, everybody's we're, we're kind of playing catch up, and there is no playbook or or order of events that is scripted in the past to learn to learn about past experiences here. But and at the same time, this has been going on now for a year. So yes. when you hacked some of those down, surely there should have been a faster. Uh, you know, faster action in actually dealing with those problems as opposed to a year later we're still trying to catch up. That really should have been a priority early on. Now I get it. There the, the, the are uh, government employees and, and specialists and, and politicians and they, they, they were probably over their head with something that, the, mm -hmm. that was overwhelming but yeah that that should have been there, there are a lot of should have been's could have been's and should have been's uh, through this whole thing uh, you know one person said uh, if you can't work due to health reasons there's age well you know age doesn't supply an awful lot either and you're still dealing with the health impacts of, uh, of having to wait for for a surgery so that that's a, that's a bit of a problem and and it's scary gee I feel for anybody who's been stuck in that situation and I do have some friends who have that variations on on that problem Absolutely, kind of out on a desert island, right? Yeah. You'd want the, the problem to be able to be fixed. We are a very resourceful bunch here in Alberta. We're very hard workers. You think that the harder you work, the better off you'll be. But in, in a situation like this, you know, you, you just really want somebody to help. And I feel for all those impacted by it, certainly. Yeah. Uh, there you go, four nine six zero zero six three. I was hoping like uh, there, there are so many harsh realities in what we're dealing with right now, right? So you know we can look outside and it's a beautiful day and hey, smell the roses and you know it's it's, it's go and be with your friends outside in a nice socially distanced manner. It's all awesome. There's a lot of pretty heavy duty stuff that a lot of people are still dealing with, and so uh, that, that that pulls a damper on it. Here is hoping that we can get through it and that that uh, things will improve a little bit. Uh, we did have some fun, a little bit of the conversation. Saying uh, one more on that note. Uh, Jim texted in going, you see, I never thought of it in this way, uh, but it's, it's really quite a simple rule for conversations. Finishing conversations and public speaking is like spelling banana. <laughs> you have to know when to quit. B-N-A, B-A-N-A-N-A. Yeah, I guess you could get carried away. <laughs> That's good, Jim. That, that was not what I was expecting uh, on a Friday free-for-all. <laughs> Uh, we'll, you know, we can continue to have a conversation and uh, and talk about whatever you want to all through this afternoon. Uh, let's four nine six zero zero six three.